You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Matthew Ching, and we are going to discuss mortar because mortar matters. Matthew, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. There's a lot of M's here. Mortar matters with Matthew. That should be its own podcast. Before we get started, Matthew, can you just take us through exactly what is mortar? So mortar is a key component of masonry, and it combines the masonry units together, whether that be clay or concrete masonry. And in fact, it's the definition in Australian standards of masonry must be connected with mortar. And I guess, you know, Matthew, I get a lot of calls and a lot of inquiries over the years. It's one of those things that people will go to a display unit or they'll see a particular house with a brick wall and they go, I want to create that look. And then they build that with the same type of brick. But one of the things they've forgotten to do is consider the mortar. That's right. Mortar makes up 15% of masonry. And so it is quite a sizable proportion of the colour that you see. Mm, And it's one of those things that can change very quickly from, you know, sort of pure white mortar to something that's even like a darker mortar can change the whole look of a wall. Exactly. So look, just talk about how we can ensure that mortar is consistent as well, because that's another thing you do sometimes find in walls. You can see mortar changing over time. How do you ensure its consistency? Well, the way to solve this sort of issue is, as you said it, consistency. And consistency in everything leading up to the creation and the laying of the brickwork. So first of all, you would want to consider the constituents of the mortar. That is the sand, the lime, if you have any, the cement. They all have to be consistent. And when I say this, I mean the sand must be visually sort of the same. It it might be in your best interest to purchase prepackaged mortar just so you know that the mixing is professionally done and the ratios are all correctly there. One of the most frustrating things is when I look at series on television with their renovation series and you see even people on the block throwing sand into the mortar mix and on the shovel they're all different sort of levels and I think that's one thing that we promote is like use a bucket to make sure that your measuring is consistent throughout. That's right and that's another thing as well proportioning and mixing that also has to be consistent throughout the entire project and as you said correctly it's always best to use a measuring device that can maintain that consistency. Yes, you can use a shovel, but whether you have a big shovel full of sand or a small shovel full, that will always change. And it's always best to use a bucket or some consistent measuring device when you're mixing sand and and cement. And I'm sure your, your shovel level of sand would be a lot bigger than mine, right? So it also depends who's mixing and, and that can change on site as well. Exactly. And even between day to day. Do we have to think about humidity and things like that when it comes to mortar? Absolutely. So humidity is a key contributing factor to the curing process. And whether the brick wall cures fast or not will actually change the colour of mortar. There's been occurrences where parts of a brickwork has been under shade and those parts 
that were under the shade had different colour mortar than the parts that were right next to it that weren't. Wow, I did not know that. One of the things that I also learned, on the UTS Chow Chak wing building, I know that the bricklayers actually dipped every single brick into water before they laid it, and that was a lot to do about the absorption of mortar. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so unit absorption is also something that you want to keep consistent throughout your project. If you have a brick that has a high absorption, it will suck out the water from the mortar. And so essentially the cement inside the mortar will cure a lot faster. And that refers to previously about the slight changes in mortar colour during the curing process. What effect does cleaning have on mortar? And, And certainly that's why we promote our accredited brick cleaners. But what sort of effect does cleaning have on mortar? So depending on the cleaning agent that is used, some might have really adverse effects on the mortar. If the acid or if the cleaning agent that is used is strong enough, it could actually cause acid burns. And this is a pretty common occurrence, but it has a substantial effect on mortar and it really does take the colour away or even darken the mortar in some circumstances. So Matthew, let me just see whether I've got all of our mortar matters points correct. The first thing that we discussed was the impact that the choice of mortar colour can have on a wall with 15% visibility being from the mortar. It's really important to ensure that the mortar colour you choose is going to give you the effect that you want. And so if you're at a display centre or if you're looking at a wall, try to really make sure that when you're talking to your bricklayer that that mortar colour is going to be consistent with the look that you want. We talked a little bit about mortar constituents and we looked at proportioning and mixing there, making sure that the sand's all coming from the same place, making sure that when we're mixing everything together that there's a measurement instrument that's used to enable that consistency rather than aimlessly throwing shovels of sand into the mixer. We also talked about looking at the brick itself and what sort of level of absorption that has and whether that's going to affect the mortar colour. If it's a brick that has a high level of absorption, that's probably going to change the way the mortar looks over time. Absolutely. And then I think the final thing we spoke about was that wonderful thing about brick cleaning where you get to the end of a project and you clean the brick. And again, sometimes this can have untoward consequences if the mortar is cleaned with some harsh chemicals. That's exactly correct. The final tricky thing that we did talk about was curing and humidity. And this is one of those aspects of weather that's really difficult to sort of monitor and adjust. But you told me that, for example, if bricks are in the shade, they might cure differently and with a different colour than if they're directly in the sun. As well as in a humid environment, it might take a lot longer for bricks and mortar to dry completely compared to quite a dry environment. Have I got all those um, five elements of why mortar matters correct? Yep, that's exactly correct. And it's always good to remember that mortar makes a difference and that's why it matters. Especially when you're thinking brick. Thank you, Matthew, so much for being my special guest today. Thank you for having me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.